0: We don't win, those people. I can be a police officer now, because people like Rosa Parks fought those battles for me. For us. And in 53 years, I'll have a black president as leader. Who knows where they'll be 50 years after that? But that's proper change.
1: <laughs> what? Were you born this positive?
0: Guess so. Must be my Mexican blood.
2: Welcome to Into the Time Vortex Podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about an episode, it's the third of the season, called Rosa. And my name's Ken. Jeff. Julia. So this episode, what do we have going on in this episode? Uh,
1: The TARDIS is trying to get everybody back to Sheffield, but they wind up in Montgomery, Alabama in 1955, the day before Rosa Parks doesn't stand up on the bus okay sounds and interesting there seems to be somebody trying to change history and prevent her from doing that for some reason
2: so this reminded me a little bit like um, this guy whatever his name was that was trying to change history sort of like a sinister version of the meddling monk who was a character back in the first doctor era who tried to change things just because he wanted to because he was a jerk. <laughs> wow. And it sounds like this is what this guy kind of is doing, or, you know. Oh, no, no, he
1: was a flat out racist. Well,
0: yeah, but he was he right. Here is yeah. that, yeah, but. But the um, monk wasn't, yeah. But just, just, I just, I wish that they didn't have to try to have that guy in there trying to change history. Because I think if they just did it as a pure historical, with the doctor and pain watching what's going on, and then trying to like, like maybe if she was like, oh, I don't know if I want to take this bus or I don't want to go on the bus anymore, something more like that. I well,
1: think it th- would have been I, pretty boring. Yeah,
0: I I, the guy, I don't know. It, I I like the story. I like that the message and all that, and the, the history. And they didn't you know, sugarcoat it at all. Right. I thought it was. It was, you know, pretty good. It was just uh, the guy just didn't click for me. Well, that
1: that guy is uh, Josh Bowman, who is uh, not the best actor in the world. I don't know if you ever saw this really schlocky show called Revenge.
0: No, I didn't see it. A few
1: years ago, it was very nighttime soap opera Dallas Dynasty kind of a show. I loved it because it was so campy, not intentionally campy, but it was like scenery chewing, great, campy. And he was a char- main character in that show, and he wasn't very good then either. Uh,
0: I didn't. yeah, I think the the low point was his performance, I'd have to say.
2: yeah, I mean, they, they could have done something where they could have accidentally screwed things up and then they had to make it right again. So it would have been her companions that screwed it up, and then they would have to somehow orchestrate a fix of it by, you know, similar to what they ended up doing. That might have been that would have been a pure historical uh, yeah. and not have the sci-fi elements in it, which may be a little forced. Um, so I don't know if that would have made it better that way. But they had to have the sci-fi element to it, which... Maybe is a little stretched. There, I've noticed this in all three episodes so far, and this one is the worst example where they. And I've I've been lit, I'm allowing it to slide a little bit because I've enjoyed so much of what they're doing with the new show that I don't want to sit there. Maybe it's an agenda. I, I'm like, well, I like it now, so I don't want to to break it down. But there, there's there seems to be a a, a very easy. They solved the problem very easily. They just pointed a gun at him and fired. He's gone. But there was also a lot a dumbing down of the script a little bit. They seemed to, like, telegraph things. And, you know, they were like, oh, you know, he must have done that. And it explained it more to the audience. And I, I complained about that in the, in the all along the, since the return. But it seems to be more, more noticeable in this one. And, and whereas Moffat was, maybe I'm so used to Moffat, trying to make it so complicated may- maybe now it's just like oh that's, that's too easy
1: <laughs> yeah the stories have been simpler I agree I mean I did really like the way they handled this and, and I I liked that it wasn't uh, they didn't try to pretty up the racism at all and they it was you know it was in your face and I'm, I'm sure that's how it was then and you know kind yeah. of still
2: is you know uh yeah i, I mean I, I i what i noticed is is the people that were the most racist were were violently racist they were they were really mean and i'm sure a lot of people that were on buses and there were a lot of people around that weren't mean about it they were just like this is the way it is and right they didn't really I you know again they they don't want to sugarcoat it. they want to show the worst parts of it because that's the point, otherwise they could have gone somewhere else and someone could have said, "Oh, well, you know everything's fine and and it wouldn't have been as dramatic but um I felt like there was a political decision to to make it as you know noticeable as possible to to bring home the point, which I understand, so that's fine well.
1: Uh, I mean yeah. I think in Alabama it it was like that.
2: Yeah, that that's true. You know, maybe cuz you know, I think you know further up north it probably and they mentioned that. They said further up north maybe it's not as bad or whatever, but Well, it
1: it it, it was it was more subtle up north. Yeah. than it than it was down south. It was very blatant down south. And, yeah. But yeah. there was still was still you know, and I I liked the little discussion that Yaz and and Ryan had when they had to go hide by the dumpster. Yes. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: That, that was a good one. You know,
1: he has to work. His grandmother trained him to keep his temper so he doesn't get in trouble and doesn't give them any reason to do anything to him. And then Yaz finally got a bit of a, a you know backstory or side story or whatever about her life and how difficult it is being a Pakistani woman in. Going to the mosque and in her job and stuff, and that was that was good. I, I thought she was better used this week
2: yeah you know. and and, the, and the, the good thing about this is I hate to say this, but every time i 'm watching these new episodes i 'm sort of going, but what would Moffat have done? And it, it, it's just, you know, you, I, I get sick thinking of it. Well, but
0: the Daleks would've shown up in nineteen fifty five or something. Well
2: it something would have been the meddling like monk. And, and but but the, the thing is there would have been some massive emotional thing on the bus where where one of them would have stood up and said, How can you guys sit and there would have been some sort of massive over dramatic thing which would
0: have just ruined the whole episode but yeah, there would have been like some dra- dramatic speech or something like that, probably.
2: Yeah, and then, and then Julie, you you said it perfectly where they 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 didn't sugarcoat it, but they also in that speech that or that conversation they had in the alleyway, they said, well, yeah, it's better, and then she he tells uh, Ryan is it Ryan tells yeah uh, Rosa it's it's it'll it won't be perfect, but it gets better, but right. they didn't sit there and say it's still bad. You know, which I think some people might have said it's still bad, or they might have said everything's perfect now. They kind of said, well, you know, it's a work in progress type thing, you know, and and they made reference to it and say, well, you know, look, we're still going through some issues, and the two of them get to talk about it, which, like you said, was probably the best scene in the whole episode.
1: Uh, yeah, I really liked that scene. Although I, I also liked the scene where he went to her house, Rosa Parks's house yeah, and and you know was all like, yes, Dr. King. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, that was pretty. Yeah, amazing. that that was a pretty cool scene, that's and I like that too.
2: I um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to read my notes here. Um, I did put down with three explanation points that the music continues to do well. Um, I've read. You some know, I
0: didn't even really notice the music in this one because good, and that's a good thing.
2: Yes, because. I noticed the music, and I thought there were some really good moments with the music, and uh, a lot of people are complaining about the pop music at the end. Um, my copy got cut off, so I didn't <laughs> see the ending after. It just seemed to cut in the middle. But I, that didn't bother me that much, I didn't even notice that really, you know, all shows do that, so it's like, okay, Doctor Who does it, who cares? But I thought the instrumental music was done really well, and it's not overpowering, uh, and that's great that you're not. Over like you're not. Oh yeah, I, it was. I couldn't hear the people talking because the music was so loud.
1: Yeah, there was one little scene, and I think they were in the hotel room, maybe. And okay. I thought, oh god, the music's gonna go because this is like a powerful scene, and it didn't. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, that was yeah. very nice.
2: Good. Yeah, that's exactly. It's one of the big things I like about the new show. Um,
1: the 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 one thing I I have to say is that the accents were terrible yeah
2: um i didn't the, the actually woman who,
1: the woman who plays rosa was in sherlock uh for for many episodes she played the the, the woman who's always given sherlock a hard time she's another cop
0: and uh, she's okay. all
1: calling yeah. names and stuff and yeah. the even the girl who played the waitress in that in that little restaurant they tried to eat in um she's English, and you know everybody's everybody in the show was English, so yeah, I don't think this was shot in Montgomery
0: <laughs> no wasn't this another one that was shot in South Africa was yeah. it uh-huh. it might have been let
1: me see if it says on here.
2: Um I like I her I like her Banksy jokes. Um yeah, those were funny. Yeah, just a little they didn't overdo it. She didn't talk for half an hour about it. She just sort of threw in a couple of lines and a little wink here and there and that was subtle and it didn't need to be overpowering so that's what I like about that.
0: Um I like that uh Jodie Whittaker wasn't bouncing off the walls like she kind of was in the first two of stories. Yeah. I, she was a little more toned down a little bit, because at first she was, she, the first two stories, she was kind of reminding me of a David Tennant. You know, he's I mean, spastic and all that, and I was just like, oh, I hope she's not like that. But this one, she was fine, not bouncing off the walls, and she was more serious, which I enjoyed that a little bit more. The, um, I guess the show's always been doing
2: this, especially the new show. They had to have some sort of personal connection with Rose, Rosa, and they did the, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, I forgot her name already. She has a T-shirt that says "Spirit of Rosa" or whatever. Grace. Grace. Really? You have a T-shirt that says that? That's a coincidence because you happen to be. It just that was seemed to be a very stretchy thing. Uh, that's like when Claire is like, "Oh yeah, I happen to study Romans. Well, we happen to be talking about Romans. Okay. You know, it just I I felt the coincidence was just so drastic. And I know we're talking about a show that all it is 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 about conveniences and everything. Well, they happen to be here on this date, and but I don't think the the scripting was... It seemed to be more noticeable that it was kind of like... There were a lot of stretches in this episode. Like, you know, how do we get this all? We, we have the guy, you know, win the lottery or whatever. It just seemed like some of this stuff was kind of silly. And, yeah. um there, there should have been a better way of, of doing it, plus there should have been a better way that the guy could have, he could have just been on the bus and taken the seat so she wouldn't have moved. I mean, there's a lot of little stuff that I think with a time travel like this, you could have done a little bit better, but, um, he, you know, well, why didn't he just send it, her into
0: the future? He's not killing her. I, I don't yeah, know. because he's got yeah. that thing in his brain, the... Uh yeah, but not the, the Yeah, not. The yeah, chi- he, that's right. He could have just zapped her away. Right. Yeah. So, we're even zapped her like one day ahead. <laughs> there you go. You missed it. Do, do you think we'll see this guy again? I mean, he zapped away.
2: I don't know. Hope not.
0: Him and the Toothface guy.
2: I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want a season finale where we see all the previous bad guys show up in one episode. It seems. Hopefully, we're done with that.
1: I did like that he had a chip in his brain. It reminded me of Spike from Buffy. Yeah,
2: that's right.
1: Because I wrote that down. Oh, look, Spike. Um, and I, I, you know... It, yeah, I think the plot was a little thin. Um, and they, they did sort of stretch a few plot points. But overall, you know, it wasn't bad.
2: No, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. And at the end, when... They were like, okay, let's get off the bus now, and they're like, no, no, we got to be part of this. I, I thought it was really, it could have been more powerful, but, um, but that meant that they were there to see what was going on, and I, I thought that kind of, sort of redeemed everything, and was like, that's a really good scene, and it was good to see the scene, you know, we, you know, and then they had to, to ha- show what happened, so we weren't just sitting there going, boy, that was bad, you know, wish that bus driver got his um got revenge yep. on him or something you know by right right
1: yeah I thought I loved the shot that they just had the camera on Jodie Whitaker's face and like you could see the tension like her collarbone was like sticking out like and her neck was all tense and yeah and you could see like the pain on Graham's face of, mm-hmm. that he had to witness all this stuff and then it panned back to Ryan and he just kind of looked resigned like, he's really used to this. You know, maybe not to this extreme.
2: Yeah. But... Well, and you had mentioned that in the last episode that they, they've they been doing a lot more close-ups with the faces. Yeah, it's it very effective. Yeah, and they continue to do that in this one. So I, I think that definitely helps, and this, especially the this scene. Whereas, I think in the past, Moffat or Russell T. Davis would do a more of a medium shot and say, here's what's happening. In this one, you know, there's more... Know, they're getting into the emotion of it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this may be my favorite of the season so far. Even though I've I've picked it apart more than some of the other episodes, I, I feel like the what's good in this episode is I love when she says um, when the policeman says goes to the hotel and she goes I don't recognize anyone from that description. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny too. So she's starting to. There's a few moments where I was like, you know, for the most part she's subtle at this, but I think um, I'm looking for those moments that sort of make me feel like, okay, wow, you know, she's finally arrived and everything, and, um, you know, it's building to that, so I'm still waiting, but, you know, it's all good so far from her perspective, I don't think there's anything that she does. I watch the, I always try to watch the previous week's episode again to kind of get a better idea, and. You know, see if I change my mind about anything. And did you? No, I, I mean, not really. I, I things that bothered me, I would spot them again, and things that I thought were really good, I, I continue to like. So that's nothing changes my mind. I just, you know, in this case, you know, but so far so good. So hopefully, it just keeps going in that direction.
1: Yeah,
2: I didn't I get did this. Yep.
1: reviews online that were good. Yeah,
0: you know the. It seems like a majority of the people enjoyed it. Yeah, from I what I read, I
2: think it's the highest so far this season. I think, and you look at the first two. Gallifrey Base has a poll that they do, and they were sort of like in the sevens for the other two, but this one was c- closer to the top, tens, nines, and eights, and stuff like that. And the other, the other two were like sevens and eights. So this one's probably so far the highest rated one. I, I read the vocal majority the vocal minority I read some like that's ah, the worst thing ever and, and it's like well no <laughs> I don't think so um, but they're looking for loud obnoxious music from Murray Gold and they're looking for in-your-face dramatics and and you know the, like you said that moment where she gets pulled off the bus was so powerful but it wasn't like da da you know the the music and the angles the camera angles and you're just like i think in the past the show has said i don't know if you audience i don't know if you're smart enough to know what to think here so we're going to do it for you dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. exactly now, exactly shiv saying you know what I, I give you more credit let's see what happens with it, what you do with this, and if you don't get
1: it, you don't get it, but... Yeah, he's he's not... I felt like Moffat was always beating us over the head mm-hmm. and leading us, and just, you know, not treating the fans like they had any brains.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> not that they were children, even. Just that they were stupid.
2: Yeah, and, and I think Chibnall's problem in this episode, especially, I noticed it was that, I can't remember the scene, but they were like, or maybe I was thinking of the last episode that that they kind of had to do a little more explaining, like the the companions were kind of there to explain things, which is what how they did it from the beginning, but they kind of look at each other and say, oh, well, he must have, you know, that guy must have screwed up the timeline or something. Not he did he he sabotaged the bus, and it's like. I think we picked up on that on our own. You didn't have to tell us that, but... Right. Again, it's subtle stuff, but it's kind of like... It's it's better than it was, I'll say. (laughs) So many levels. I'm just like... I didn't get to see the... the, um, Coming up next week, so I don't know
0: what to expect. I didn't see it either since you came.
2: Yeah, I didn't either. Oh, okay.
0: I'm sure it'll be on the Facebook page at some point.
2: Yeah. I still want I'm still looking for that episode or two where I can kind of look at it and go, wow. This was really, really good. And and I think so far we've we've had some good episodes, but we haven't quite you know, this one's probably my favorite so far because of some of the good stuff in it. So
1: Now was the Storm Cage the same place that River Song was kept? When she was I don't in the
0: know. But she never had that tattoo, though.
1: No, she didn't. But I thought she was in something called The Cage. Let me um, look it up.
2: I, I hate to say it, but I, I my mind glosses over when they start to do stuff like that because I really... I, I, they did it in the last episode where they were talking about the the, the um, ripped piece of cloth. We're talking to her about... Uh, Whatever, you know, get out of my mind and all that. That's harkens back to, uh oh, here we go again with this behind the scenes stuff that's supposed to mean something. And they did a little bit of it in this one. Like, I don't, I, you know, I just kind of like, uh, whatever, just go on. Right. He, he was very uninteresting. I, I, now I think about it, he just was kind of like, it was annoying for him, to, that guy, to be there.
1: She was in the storm cage.
2: Okay. So they are making references to stuff that that we've heard of before. I
1: mean, it wasn't a big thing. You just knew she was in prison.
2: Yeah. Well, it's it was an, storm cage. yeah. It's just a name drop. Hopefully, it doesn't mean anything. Like you know, oh, is this is this River Song or something? You know. Yeah. Some stupid thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't think Chris is going to do that. I don't think Chibnall is going to do that. I think, you know, I have I have a little more confidence in him now, and you know, I'm kind I'm kind of like at the stage where I'm going, oh, deep breath. Okay, fine. So now we're not going to get that. Maybe at least not right now. So hopefully it stays the course. We have this is our first writer that's not Chris Chibnall.
1: No, he he wrote it too. Uh,
0: okay. He was co-writer.
1: Yeah. He was yes. a co-writer with um,
2: Mallory Blackman. Yes, we don't know how much she wrote of this. It's always question mark when you see these co-writing. You know, like if you don't like the the producer or one of the writers, you can always say, "Well, the if the episode's good, that means the other guy did most of it." And if it's bad, you can say, "Ah, Chris Jemmett sucks." Right, right. <laughs> but
0: um. Yeah. Well, there was a yeah, there was a season where Moffat was co-writer in a lot of episodes too. Yeah. Well. So it's like no. It's not anything new. No.
1: Yeah, no. she hasn't done a lot. It looks like.
2: Yeah, and I've seen the op- the opening credits a couple more times since we've talked about it last, and I really really like it. Yeah. I, I really really do. And it's like the music, and then the just the the effect. It's just. I thought the special effects. I mean. Well, in this one, they didn't have as many special effects, but they had um, the sets and everything. If you did, if they did that in South Africa, I don't know where they did it, but it, it kind of looked like uh, it was limited. You know, they were only in one or two areas that they kept rolling his bus into. But I thought it it looked halfway decent.
1: No, it did. Um, I, I just it didn't look. I don't know, it just didn't look American. You don't think so?
0: No, it didn't. <laughs> Pretty good episode.
1: Yeah, filmed in South Africa, it says.
0: Okay.
1: According to the Radio Times.
0: So it was, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: It looks like we're all in agreement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I liked it. I well, thought
2: it was good. Okay. So, uh... Okay, Uh, thanks for listening.